Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Y'all, yo, do Chris have bells? Uh, this is Danny J. <laughs> and this is Jill Coleman. And uh, today we actually had, thank you, Laura Cavallo. I'm going to give her a shout out. Uh, Laura is in our Facebook group. If you guys want to be in our Facebook group, you can go to thebestlifepodcast.com and then find the link to join the free group. Uh, and I want to give Laura a shout out because she gave us a ton of really great ideas for episodes. Uh, Laura actually is an online business owner and she has a podcast of her own called Cravings Control. And she works with women on cravings, hunger, and body changes, stuff like that. So anyway, I want to give her a shout out because we really appreciate all the ideas. Yeah, we do. Um, and she gave us some great ones. So I want to talk today a little bit about, and I think this is a good one, um, of how to relate to close friends who have kids when you don't want kids. Mm. I feel like we're at that age. We've been mm-hmm. talking about this quite a bit lately. We've been seeing a lot of stuff around this idea of, you know, what happens when a woman reaches 40 years old and sort of wants to have a baby and end up not being able to have a baby or, you know, goes through infertility issues. And, you know, you and I personally know a lot of people, not a lot, but like a handful of people who have gone through something like this and have sort of had to change their narrative on what they want in life because maybe having a child, and we actually had someone in the Facebook group ask this maybe a couple of years ago who said, I don't know how to be happy without a child. Yep. And it's not just the time it takes to have a baby. Oftentimes it's finding the right person, feeling safe enough, you know, and then deciding to have a child together. Um, but you know, you know, you know, someone who is for, like early forties, you know, did not find a partner quote unquote in time and is having a baby herself. So yeah, single mom by choice. Yeah, but we are at that time where it feels like if you're going to have a child, you're going to have it by now or you're having it soon. And if you're not, you're kind of just going to be, you know, you're just going to be alone and miserable. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're going to have a different life and it's going to be about what else is on the menu. And, you know, obviously you have a child shout out to Courtney um but you also placed her for adoption so you're in this place where like you are a mom but also you didn't have the the typical mom experience so and then I I decided very early on in my adulthood that I wasn't going to have children that's never sort of changed for me um but we are at that point where a lot of our friends are either having them or have had them. Yeah. And so we've seen a lot of these sort of changes in relationships over the years. It's interesting when so couple of things that are interesting. So I had my daughter at 16 and one of my best friends that I grew up with, I was bridesmaid in her wedding. She was a bridesmaid in my wedding. We went to gymnastics together. She got married very young. She got married at 19 and then pregnant at 20. And I remember at the time being pissed at her because I was like, we're supposed to be single and like live life together. Um, but it was also very hard for me because literally I had a baby just four years, just four years prior. And it was quote, the worst thing in the world. I was in trouble. Everyone hated me. I was doing the wrong thing. And then at 20 versus 16, it Mm, was celebrated. It was okay. Everyone was excited and she was trying. And so that really fucked with my head Mm. a bit like, okay, 
it's only a couple years and now it's okay. And that was a bit of a struggle for me in my early 20s when I had a couple of friends who had babies that early. I wonder if I wonder if this has ever happened. Sorry, not to cut yeah. you off, but I wonder if like you were 16 and you were, I mean, you were in a relationship, you were a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. What if you just decide to flip the script? I mean, I don't think a 16-year-old has this narrative, but it's like, we're trying for a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> being in high school and being 16 and being in like a long-term relationship? You guys yeah. were together for like three or four years. Yeah. But literally telling your parents we're trying. Oh my God. Can you imagine? But you, do you think that you could, I mean, cause I'm a marketer, you are too. I'm almost like, I wonder if you could just get people on board with it oh my God. and convince them that you're in love and that you want to start a family together and like not even make mention that you're 16. <laughs> that would be so funny. Flip the script. I can't even. I wonder if people would be more accepting. Maybe, maybe. I feel like in maybe some Man. rural, um, rural communities, like, uh, uh, what are they called? not polygamous, but some like young Quaker type communities that might right. be a thing actually. It probably will. <laughs> you know, like 14 to 16 year olds probably. Wow. I don't know. But that would With be another 16 year old. It's not yeah. like it's statutory rape, but yeah. that would be so funny. Oh yes, God. we're trying to have a family. I can't even imagine, <laughs> honestly. I know. So I, I think a lot of my perception because of my early pregnancy was really warped um, for a long time that... I think it was because it was such a negative experience as far as it was so bad that I got pregnant. And then later on, it was hard for me to wrap my mind around like, now it's okay. Right. Now it's celebrated. Sure. People are trying when, you know, your your early 20s and your teenage years, you're just trying to not get pregnant. And then suddenly you're trying to get pregnant. So I, I still feel that way when, a, when I, a friend says she's pregnant. I'm like, on purpose? Yeah, totally. Totally. So I, I feel like there's... Uh, there was a weird part of my brain that couldn't wrap my mind around it. So when my first friend had her baby, it really did feel, I think the marriage was first off weird for me. I was like, why are you getting married? But her (laughs) having a baby did change things. And this was the first person I had grown up with who now had a baby. And so we would hang out a little bit, but it was like when her baby was a little older like a toddler running around. I remember going out to just try to meet her for lunch or something. And she was constantly, I'd try to have a conversation and tell her what was going on in my life. And she would be looking over my shoulder, trying to watch the toddler, you know, make sure she wasn't putting things in her mouth and running around. And I felt like there was no focus. And I was like, I don't like this. And I remember just feeling like, I get it because she should be watching her kid. But I was also like, I don't, I didn't feel, and I can see this from a different perspective now that I'm older, but I felt like she didn't care about me anymore. (laughs) And now I'm like, oh God, like I don't. She was trying to survive. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Yeah. And also like the fact that I haven't been a mom, but I've seen enough friends do this. I'm like, oh girl, like why did you even go out with me? You should have just, you know, I should have been a little bit more understanding, but I didn't get it. Right. So I felt like instead of not understanding, like I didn't understand where she was coming from. I felt like she didn't understand where I was coming from. Mm -hmm. I felt like this was, she was just not caring about me and she was too distracted by her little baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so embarrassed by this, but it just felt like we just lost connection. And I didn't realize, and I, I feel like it really goes this way. I feel like moms probably feel less related to than the people like us without kids. Yeah, I think it's probably more of, you don't understand what this is like raising a baby. So they tend to pull back more than the people who don't have kids. Yeah. I, I that's how I flipped things. I, I felt at the time that she didn't really relate to me. And I'm like, no, I didn't understand what she was going through. I didn't understand her life. And so 
to the question, how do you Because your life doesn't change, really. No. I mean, your life only changed because you were like, we were supposed to be single together, and yeah. now you're not. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Their life does a 180. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. mom's lives do a 180. Totally. And so... I, I think like what you're saying is like, don't, <laughs> don't make it about you. Mm-hmm. And, but also there is, in my experience, there is a sort of subtle change that happens in the relationship. Yeah. And I don't know that it's necessarily a bad thing. And it just can't, you can't have the same relationship with your friend that you did before baby. You just can't. And it reminds me of like you and I watched Sex in the City a couple times. Like we've watched the entire series together and it's when Miranda has her baby and she's like nursing and she's like so and she's like a maternity leave and Carrie Bradshaw or um, Sarah Jessica Parker comes over and she can't hold a conversation. And and Carrie was just like, be a mom. I love you. Do you need anything? But I'm going to go because you like have to. Yeah. And then and then Miranda felt bad like, no, it's like I want to have a conversation. I want to. She's like, it's OK. Things have changed. doesn't mean I'm going anywhere. Yeah. It's just the the dynamic has changed and it can be just as good, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think whenever I've had friends who have had babies and we just don't and we're just not going to hang out as much. Number one, they're just fucking busier. Yeah. They just have more responsibility. They have more things to do. We're just not going to hang out quite as much. But also I find that it kind of helps to have one thing that you do like to do together, you know, like, I don't know if you ever got pregnant and whatever, I could see our relationship changing to where we just have like, we have, you know, we have a girl's weekend once a quarter or something. Yeah. And then that's what, that's when I see you is like, it's just more organized. Yeah. Cause it has to be, cause now you have more things pulling at your attention. Um, you know, a girlfriend of mine just had a baby like about six months ago and we love to work out together. So it's like, we still do that, but that's kind of everything. And she also knows like, I'm not big on babies yeah. and it's like, they're fine. And I'm so happy for my friends that do have children and that they, you know, they love it. And it's something they could never imagine not having. But for me, I'm not like, I'm not a gushy baby person either. And it's nothing wrong with either one of them, but you also have to be like, and some women are someone like, you know, don't have kids of their own, but like want to be that always constantly around and buying them clothes and whatever. And that's just not my style. It's not, doesn't mean I don't love my friend and don't love the kids, but it's just like, I'm not going to hang out and be like, and volunteer to babysit probably. Yeah, totally. I I think it changes the dynamic for sure. Like you said, you, it's maybe more organized. I think it almost has to be. I do have some friends who have multiple kids and somehow they separate it really well. Um, two of my friends in particular I'm thinking of, and I don't know what the difference is where they can show up and maybe they're just, maybe they have better, uh, like blinders or better compartmentalization. Cause I was actually just telling you before we recorded, my brother has six kids and we just went out to lunch last weekend and he's talking to, my brother was talking to Jeff and he was just holding this conversation the whole time. And the kids are running around the restaurant. They're making noises. They're putting things on my head. They're, you know, just doing kid things and they're age, uh, three up to 13. So they're all young. And I'm just trying to listen to my brother's conversation while he's talking to Jeff, but I can't focus because the kids are just doing all these things. And we left and my, we were talking about that. And I go, I don't understand how we could hold this conversation. <laughs> and I, and then I realized that maybe just when you have that many kids, you're able to just block out. Well, you're just doing. used to it, yeah. right? That's like a different, it's a different level of, you know, like you probably, I don't know about you, but like, I need like quiet in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I need like, even if Pip is being annoying, I'll be, I'll be like, look, 
this is my time. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you just, I think you have a different tolerance for it, Yeah. you know, and, and once you're probably used to it and he's been doing, dealing with it for 13 years, he had a yeah. lot of time to get used to it and just, that's your new normal. Right. And, and I was like, is this just a, I was like, is this a dad versus a mom thing that he could block it out? And maybe the moms can't, I don't know. And I, I don't think it's a dad versus mom thing. I think it might just be like a person to person thing. Cause I was starting to think about my friends with kids who can do this and they are able to block it out too. Yeah. And they can just kind of hold a conversation or their kids are a little bit more independent. And I, I think it depends on the kids too. I, yep. I definitely have friends who have like very independent children and kids who are a little more, like their children are a little bit more, I don't want to say needy, but I mean, their children, of course they have needs, but who maybe need a little bit more attention and, and that kind of thing. So I don't know. It's, and I think you can kind of be the kind of mom you want too. I've seen literally a couple of these friends who are just, I wouldn't even know that they were moms in yeah. general because of the way that they can just show up and, and not bring their kids everywhere. And I've other seen moms that's that it's like maybe they're more identity. Yep. They identify as being a mom. They do mom things. I don't know what mom things even is, but you know, play dates and stuff. Yep. <laughs> yep. So anyway, I think to the real like question is how do you relate is I think it just depends on the person. I think it depends on the person. I think it definitely depends on the age of the children. Um, Let me you ask know. you this. If you're someone who doesn't have children, sh do you, is the expectation that now you have to be like gushing over the children too? Mm. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, it's like, is that how you relate to someone is constantly asking about the kids and like, I think it's nice, but it's hard when you don't have children and you also, and I'll just, you know, I guess I'll just play devil's advocate. And I think we have a lot of listeners who maybe chose not to have children or don't have kids who maybe can relate to this, but like, I don't really want to talk about them that much. Yeah. You know, it's like, even before I had Pip, even if my friends would talk about their dogs, I cared about them because I cared about the friend, but I had no context. Yeah. So they'd be talking about their dog did this and did that. And I'm like, this shit is a snooze fest. And I, I'm a little bit more interested in the kids because obviously that's a big part, bigger part of someone's life. But at the end of the day, I listen because I care about the friends, yeah. but I genuinely have zero fucking interest yeah. for me personally, you know? And so I'll, I'll like, I'll ask the questions and I'll do the things that I know that they want. Mm -hmm. And so, cause the question is about relating. So then it's like, and it just goes back to just, I think it's just a normal friendship is you ask about some things that you actually don't personally care about, yeah. but you do it to show interest yeah. and to support and to recognize, especially as a mom, when your life changes so much, you need people to recognize that it's changed. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure you're like, you want people to, to like acknowledge you had a baby, yeah. <laughs> you know? And like, and so, yeah, it becomes a little bit harder because you don't left to my own devices. I wouldn't gush over the children, Yeah, but I will do it because I know that it, matters to my friends I I feel similar I think I used to never care I was like why do people talk about their kids and their pets it's like nobody cares until I had my daughter and this was a really tricky one is that you suddenly have this like sense of pride and I was so mm. like proud of her and I thought she was so amazing but because of the adoption I couldn't talk about her so I felt like this I wish I could talk about her. I wish I could share pictures, but I couldn't tell anybody. And I started coaching gymnastics like a year and a half after I had her. And I coached a lot of tots classes. So like 18 months to four. And I would always, I used to never care about toddlers or tots, but because I knew that Courtney was like that age, I would kind of just like watch, like wondering mm. what she was doing at that age and what she would be, you know, what were her levels of development and skills and things. And so I started to be more interested and see how, if I asked people 
how it would light them up. And so kind of for the same reason, I would ask them not that I really cared that much about what the kid was doing, but I knew that the parent wanted to brag sure. about it. I knew that the parent wanted to like share what their little one was doing or what they were up to. And so I think out of respect for the relationship and I know, yes. and also just, you know, like even pets, it's like, I ask about someone's dog or what they're doing or whatever, because I think that it just makes you feel, I mean, it makes them feel good to talk about it. And totally. it is, it is. Yeah. No mic here. Um, no, and, and yeah, they should be proud. I was saying they should be proud. Yeah. You know, I mean, like that's an amazing accomplishment. Like you literally birthed a human yeah. and this is someone you're now responsible for, for yeah. like 18 years. Like, yeah, that's a big deal. I think on the other side though, back to like, it's not about you, but also if you are a parent now, you do have to be sensitive to still caring about what your other friends are doing. Mm. I think that is important where it can feel like, well, it's all about the baby now. And it is, and it should be, but also if you want to make a relationship, yeah, then it should go both ways. Like ask about their dog or, you know, their work or whatever you used to talk about. And maybe, and actually kind of, I wanted to mention this in the like grief episode that we just recorded about losing a parent or losing a family member. I was saying that when you lose someone like that, suddenly a lot of things don't matter as much anymore. Like little things on social media or little fights or just stuff on the news, just you're something so big in your life happened that you're just like, I just don't care. And I think when you have a baby too, it's a big life change. You just don't care about a lot of other things. And probably some of your friends that are single or don't have kids, probably some of their stuff doesn't seem like that matters much right. to you anymore. Like, oh, your little dog, like you have no idea. Or right. your job, like you have no idea. Oh, it's another this- first date yeah. that's not gonna go well, <laughs> right? right? And you're right. like, you're almost like, why am I? Yeah, I agree with you. So I think it goes both ways. And you might notice yourself going, I don't have as much in common anymore because like the stuff that used to matter to me doesn't matter mm. to me. And that's really fair. It is. Well, I think, well, also, I mean, there's a level of, and I always talk about this with moms, there's a level of like selflessness that has to happen. Like whenever you talk to someone, they're like, your life isn't your own anymore when you have a child. And so I think that's why you see a lot of maybe moms potentially think that people who don't have kids are selfish Mm -hmm. because it's like their life still is theirs, you know? So to your point, maybe some of the things that they're doing in their life feel really trivial and superficial and like not nearly as impactful and as, you know, momentous as having a baby. Yeah. And it's not, but that doesn't mean that you both can't connect on things and still do the due diligence of if you care about the relationship, really honoring where the other person is now because they're not where they used to be. Yeah. You know? And so I think you have to have a commitment to we still care about each other. And I guess this would probably go to you'll see who I guess your quote unquote real friends are too, the people who like want to keep up and like want to. And it's hard and maybe you experience this too, and this goes just beyond the conversation about being a mom, but I tend to gravitate naturally towards people who have similar lifestyle as I do. Mm. A lot of our best friends are other entrepreneurs or coaches, you know, because we're just at the same, doing the same kinds of things. And it's not like I'm like, oh, I only can be friends with entrepreneurs, but it's like you tend to gravitate more towards. So when I think about my closest friends, most of them are in our space. Most of them do not have children. I have friends that have kids, but like my closest friends don't. Yeah. And so I don't, and there was never a moment where I was like, okay, I can't be friends with this person anymore. Like we're, I'm going to move away from this person. There wasn't like a conscious, it just naturally started feeling that way. Yeah. Um, and I think you just can't judge it. You just go, it is what it is there. And everyone's living their best life or, or at least you hope that they are. Yeah. There's, you know, we get this question a lot too about making friends as an adult and, um, 
it's Jeff went to play pickleball recently and there was a couple there he was playing against and they just moved here from wherever LA or something. And they were saying, it's really hard to find friends in, in Las Vegas. And Jeff was like, not for me. He said, I feel like I've made a lot of friends here. And I thought that was interesting because I feel like he has more friends here than I do. <laughs> and you grew up here? Yeah. <laughs> and so I was thinking about that. And I said, you know, I think it's different for men and women in mm. general because of the kids thing. Mm. I said, you know, it's easy for you to go play pickleball. Not that I have kids, but a lot of women do. Um, it's, I would say probably most women that are in this age bracket do. And so it's different. You're not just going to like go play. I said, he played with his friend named Peter. And I was like, Peter's wife was probably home with the kids while you boys were playing pickleball, right? Like she's not just going out to play and leaving the kids at home with the husband. It just, it just, for some reason, even if both parents are working, it tends, most of the parenting tends to fall on the mother either way. And women I think tend to feel more, feel more guilty about leaving. And so they're not going to go play, you know, like things like that and go out and do activities and leave the kids. So I think, and it was a couple that said it. And I think it was the woman that said that it was hard to find friends in Vegas. And so I said, you know, I don't think it's hard to find friends, but I do think as a woman, it's a little bit different to find friends. We just have less time. And when you are trying to spend your time, you are very, you're like, do I have you, you, you're intentional. Yeah. It's like, is this friend worth my time? Is it worth feeling guilty to leave my kids? Is it worth driving across town to see somebody? Is it worth all of these things? Because you only have so much time and you've got so many more things. I just think women have a lot more things we have to do. Most women who are moms are also working. So they're working. They got kids. They have a relationship. Taking care of the house. And yeah. Oftentimes. So there's so many things to do. It just makes it a lot more difficult. And so, and, and kids just bring in another level of complexity to it. So and then when the kids get older, like first when they're younger, it's hard because they're just, they're young and they're running around, they're doing all that. Then when they're older, it's like you're driving them to gymnastics and to soccer and to all their activities. So you're kind of their taxi service and beholden to their games and their schedule. And so you don't have your own schedule and you tend to make friends, let's say with the other moms in the soccer, yeah. you know, you make friends with the other moms that you see and you tend to make friends as you get older when you just see people consistently. Right. So yep. like we don't, we work from home which can make it tricky. And that's why we, I think we find people online that we meet and they become our friends. If you're working at an office, you're probably friends with people in the office. I have one of my best friends that the one who had the baby at 20, she works in the school. And so she's like best friends with coworkers at her school. And it just tends to be that way. And so I think we also separate as far as when your lifestyle changes, you start doing different activities and different things you just don't see people as often. And right. just the more and more you see someone, the more likely you are to develop a relationship with them. So all that to say, um, I, I think just in general, being a mom or being a woman is just a little bit harder to like make friends just because there's so maintain much maintain relationships mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Even just schedule, even if it's, even it has nothing to do with you can't relate to me cause you don't understand my life. I think just scheduling alone makes it challenging. Totally. Yeah, it is. So I think it's possible obviously to relate, but I think it's also okay to, to not judge if things don't keep going the same way. Right. And like, to me, I don't know how, you know, you have a friend who has a kid and then their life doesn't change. And so I think it's okay to just acknowledge that and also wish them the best and see them when you can and be grateful for the time that you can see them. That's how I feel about my friends who have kids. I'm just like, look, you're doing your thing. And like, I'm so happy because that's, that's your dream. And like, you're, you want to be a mom and I so support that we're probably going to see less of each other. So I can just be grateful for the time that we do have together.
Yeah. Yeah. It's, but I also want to validate in this, I kind of said this earlier, but if you're listening to this and you kind of feel the same way, it's okay if you actively don't want children and you've made that your choice to not want to hang out with children. Like at the end of the day, you yeah. know, it's like, and of course, if they're there, it's, it's great and you get to see them or whatever. But for the most part, it's okay to say like, I don't know, I've definitely gone to some things where if, especially if I'm just like feeling tired or whatever, I'm just like, are the kids going to be like, it's just a different, you yeah. know? And so I do want to validate if you're listening to this, like kids are amazing. And also you can also just be like, I don't want to be around a bunch of kids Yeah. if you've made the choice not to be a mom. And that's also valid. It doesn't make you a selfish asshole. It just means like, that's not how I want to spend my time. And I'm 40 years old and like, I don't do anything I don't want to do anymore. Yeah. So it's like, it also depends on like how you're feeling that day and like what you're up for and whatever. Sometimes it's just easier to not see your, that your friend because you do know that there's going to be a whole bunch of kids in tow. I think that I'm glad you said that. I, I mean, I'm so sorry, hard. but also not so like, I'm sorry. Cause it cause maybe can come off harsh, but I also want to validate that. Like, that's okay. Yeah. I'm glad you said that too. I think it's really important. And I think it's also what's hard is when you have a relationship with someone and now that the kids are there, it does change it. Like kind of back to the first thing I mentioned was having the lunch with my girlfriend and she was watching the kid, the baby run around is more recently, um, like my brother and his wife and the kids would come over for family dinners and we, we'd have all that, but I never really got to have any conversations with my brother. Cause it was always, you know, they're cooking, they're making the meal, they're feeding all the kids. Like he's being, he's in dad he's mode. Dad. And so we've had a couple, um, a couple meetings recently where we've been able to just meet in the middle of the day for lunch, just him and I, and that's been fantastic where I honestly feel like I didn't know my brother for the last 13 years, as well as I could have, because I haven't had any one-on-one time because he, his, um, attention is scattered. And so I think it's also fair if you do have a friend with kids and that you have meetings sometimes when the kids there, but you can say, Hey, can we just, can it just be us? Like, is there a way you can have someone watch the kid and we could spend an hour together. You're a monster, Danny. Yeah. (laughs) If you request that. Yes. But that's what society tells you, right? And so I Mm -hmm. I guess that's why I wanted to say that because I just want everyone to feel like it's okay to say. And if it's like every time I'll only hang out with you if your kids aren't there, like that's like there's a line, obviously. But it's also okay that your preference is for the kids to not be there. Yeah. And if you you care about the relationship, you'll hang out regardless, no matter what. But I think it's also okay to say like, I'm just not up for it. I'm not a mom for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And I think it's fair just to want to have that connection with them without the distraction. Yep. You know, like, Hey, I care about you. And to be honest too, I, you know, I'm not a parent, but I think it's important to also have a life outside of your kids too, to like have those connections without them. So you cannot forget who you are. Cause I will say I've seen this over the years and this is primarily who I worked with when I was a personal trainer was women who were middle age, like mid thirties who had kids who felt like they lost themselves, didn't mm. know who they were and didn't know who they were without the kids and feeling like some part of them was lost. And so if you're in that space, one of the things I think you could do is do things without your children, like find hobbies on your own, find activities, go to places, go find friends who don't have, and like have these conversations outside of the kids. Cause yeah. I think the kids are going to leave your house eventually. Mm-hmm. So there is going to be a point where you have to figure out who you are and, and not be, have your identity as, as just mom. You know, and it's not the same thing, but I agree with you because I think sometimes, obviously I've only had the experience with work that work for such a long time was such a big part of my life that all I wanted to do was talk about it. Mm. So it was actually really nice starting to date someone who's not in our space. Cause I was like, Oh, like he can't really relate. So I guess I just won't talk about work. Yeah. So it's actually been really nice. Cause I, I mean, it's not the same as kids, but it's yeah. sort of similar when you 
have kids and like they become your world because they have to, you know, like you're a caretaker, full-time caretaker. And so then your identity gets wrapped. So you only want to talk about your kids. That's how I was with work. I only wanted to talk about work. Dude, I'm sure that people were bored to tears who were not <laughs> in our space. And it kind of forced me to like be, to separate mm-hmm. and to know who in my circle I do talk about work with yeah. and who in my circle I just don't talk about work with. And it's kind of nice to to have those other conversations that have nothing to do with internet business. Yeah. Well, I love it. Uh, if y'all are listening to this and you feel like your friend with kids should hear it, or you have kids and you feel like your friends without kids should hear it, please share the episode with them. And then maybe you can have a conversation about it. Just the two of you. And I think it'd be actually a great intimacy building tool and conversation to have with your friends with kids, um, or friends without kids, whichever side of the coin you fall on. If you feel like you really miss your relationship and you're not sure what's going on, this might be like a great conversation for you to bring it up and just ask you know, how do you feel about this? And, and, you know, how, yeah, how we... can I support you? Mm-hmm. Or like, what, you know, what, how do you see our, like, you know, what do you feel like this is the next, next iteration of our friendship? It yeah. doesn't have to be worse. Yeah. Right. It could just be like the next iteration. What do you need from me? How can I support you? Yeah. How can we continue to both get something out of this friendship? Yeah. So let us know, share it and see how those conversations go. We have some episodes on hard conversations too. So if you want to brush up on those before, (laughs) if you feel like it's going to be a hard one, just do a search. And actually we do have some playlists of uh, these episodes separated out into communication, relationships, um, body image, all of that stuff. So if you go to the bestlifepodcast.com slash playlist and you're interested in a certain topic, you'll find that playlist and you can just deep dive on the thing you're really interested in. So check that out. And if you also like this episode and you want to leave us a review, we would so appreciate it. Um, just go to your iTunes app, scroll down, hit the five stars, and then leave a sentence or two about what you like about the episode or what you like listening too. And that would really help other people find the show and relate to us as well. Cause we always say, if this just helps one person feel left less alone, then it's worth it. And we hope we help you feel less alone. And some of these things. Yep. Thank you guys for being here. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye guys. Bye.